Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. everyone welcome to adventures in autism episode 63 i am megan carranza thank you so much for coming to listen if it is your first episode welcome if you have been listening thank you so much for coming back and after last week's episode with my guest jacqueline larita there were definitely some new listeners. So hi, thanks for coming back again. I hope you're enjoying the show. It's so funny because now that the show has been out for, you know, a while over a year, we have a lot of episodes, those early episodes. <laughs> I just like, I mean, I, I still don't know what I'm doing half the time, but I really didn't know what I was doing then. So I always laugh when I see the numbers going up on those older episodes and them getting lots of listens because I'm like, oh goodness, what what was I even putting out back then? But I just appreciate all your support so much. Thank you for for listening and for sending messages and writing reviews, especially reviews on Apple Podcasts. Those really help people to find the show. Um, but this past week, I, I've just heard from so many of you, and I am so thankful. So thank you so much for all the support. And today's episode, I'm super excited for this one. This is a really, really fun episode. I have two guests today. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Uh, my guests are Josh Mursky and Dave Thompson. They have a podcast they do together called Sounds Like Autism that some of you may be familiar with. And they are coworkers and buddies, and they're just so much fun. Josh is on the spectrum, and Dave is not. He's Josh's mentor. Like I said, they, they work together. They work at an awesome company called Spectrum Designs, which they will get into all that in the in the episode. But they are just like you can you can tell listening to them right off the bat. They have a really special an amazing relationship. They are are like best buddies, but almost more like brothers in a way, <laughs> just with how they talk to each other. Before we actually started recording, we were talking about how they do their show and just kind of like the ins and outs with podcasting. And Josh referred to Dave as sandpaper because he smooths everything out. And then of course, Dave jumped in and said that he's also a little rough around the edges. <laughs> so I wish I had that sound bite to put in the episode because it was so cute and funny. Um, but it was before we actually started recording. So I just had to throw that in there. But that is a really good way to describe them. They are just like so much fun, so much energy. And like I said, just a really special relationship. So super excited for you guys to listen to our conversation. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy listening to my conversation with Josh and Dave. Hi, Josh and Dave. Welcome to Adventures in Autism. Hey, Megan, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Yeah, it's awesome to be on. Thank you so much for having us. I am super excited to have both of you. So I was just saying, it's always fun when there's two guests coming on the pod. So Josh and Dave have a very unique story, the two of them. 
and they actually have their own podcast called Sounds Like Autism. And that was how you and I connected was back when you guys first started your podcast, you had reached out to me on Instagram and I just love everything you guys are doing. So to kind of kick things off, will you each kind of introduce yourselves and give a little backstory about yourselves like individually? Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, all right. Well, I'll start this party off. Um, yeah. So yeah. Me, Josh. Um, well, I, I have autism Asperger's. Uh, I was diagnosed late at the age of 13. Um, and I struggled a lot during school, um, with socially, all that stuff. But, you know, I never gave up. My mom never gave up. And well, like last month I gave a TEDx with Dave and yeah. So just, yeah. Yeah. So you're doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, I'd, I'd say so. <laughs> you're uh, right. I think. <laughs> uh, my name is Dave Thompson. Uh, I am the the other half of Sounds Like Autism. Uh, and I I just kind of stumbled into the field of working with individuals that are on the spectrum. Uh, always knew I wanted to help people. Didn't really know what that looked like. It took a long time to hone in on that. Um, but I've been working with people affected by autism for about 10 years now. And uh, I only do really fun, incredible stuff. I'm so, so lucky to... <laughs> you know, get more high fives than anyone in the world. And uh, he gets a lot truly enjoy uh, everything I do. Um, So yeah, I'm super happy to end up here with you. Yay, that's amazing. You guys are already cracking me up. I love it. So okay, so tell me then how did the two of you get connected and form this amazing partnership? Um, Uh, Well, well, I I was there first. So okay, okay. Um, this is in our TED. You know what? Let's switch it up. This is this is in our TED, and I don't want to just repeat that. So why don't you talk about how you were you were becoming an adult looking for? So yeah, um, pretty much in a nutshell, I was just coming back from a bunch of like horrible kitchen jobs where it was just it was bad. Let's leave it at that. And um, I was looking. I go to this place, and the, the first person I see is this guy who's like energized up like energized money, and um. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's like, oh, hi, and comes up, and it's just like from there, like, you know, the energy, like, the energy just kind of clicked, you know, and uh, we, we just, we, we work really well together, um, and I mean, I think that's evident by all that we've done, all we plan to do, but yeah, that's how it kind of just happened. Well, right, clicked, so, you know? so Josh was looking for a job and, and was, uh, you know, not really set up for success in his previous uh, opportunities that he had, not off. Not off. Uh, which is something that we touch on often, yep. but um, I help run a, an amazing nonprofit in New York called Spectrum Designs Foundation uh, and another one called the Nicholas Center. And we provide um, like supported employment opportunities to people on the spectrum. So Josh literally walked in nervously uh, with a resume in his, in his hand um, looking for a job. And we just kind of really hit it off. I mean, uh, that's over three years ago. Yeah, now. yeah. It was 2016. Wow. Um, and I, I really kind of said this this guy is so, so smart and he doesn't even know it, you know, uh, and so funny and, and uh, dynamic and, and strong. And um, I just kind of took him under my wing and we became buddies and he's taught me um, so, so much. Uh, so we're, we're both really lucky uh, yeah. that that, that, that kind of happened. That's amazing. Tell me a little bit more about Spectrum Designs. All right. Well, Spectrum Designs is a non-for-profit. Um, what they do there and I've, Actually, you know, I love tuning my own horn. I'm the lead production assistant there, so, you know, it's a good title. 
But anyway, um, <laughs> boy. Um, so what we do is um, we do a, um, printing on apparel. We do customization, like with the embroidery. You, you name it, we do it, and we've done things for many huge, huge clients. So it's like these aren't look; these are like really like all around the world. These things known, and um, it's seventy. I think seventy or seventy-five percent of the individuals who are employed there are on the spectrum, which is really amazing. Yeah, but, we we print for um, yeah, like, Facebook um, and Google, Uber, Uber um, and uh, JetBlue, all, uh, lots of lots of big JetBlue. companies, Dell. Um, you know, and then lots of nonprofits and, and anything from that all the way to one T-shirt one, that says "Happy Birthday, Grandma." Hat. Yeah, because, um, because that community kind of in a thing. Right, and we we did start as a very community-based thing, and we've kind of blown up, and we're lucky to be in the shadows of New York City, where uh, you know mm -hmm. we we get we get all these incredible connections, and and so yeah, um, it's it's been kind of a whirlwind. Yeah, You're really killing cool. it. Yeah, it's very, it's an honor to work amongst such great people. Great. That's amazing. Um, Dave, tell me, because I know you said that you had always kind of wanted to work in this field. What what drew you wanting to work with individuals with autism? Or was it just special needs in general and then you kind of fell into autism? No, I mean, it, it really was literally, it started with people. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I had kind of a, I don't have autism um, and I'm going to get, a little bit more into this soon uh, with a, some new projects that I'm working on, but um, I didn't have the easiest time growing up. I had my own challenges um, and I just kind of always have identified with the, the others, you know, quote unquote, um, the people who are, you know, otherwise cast aside or whatever. I've always kind of been into uniting those people and uh, the you know, rooting, rooting for those people and, and identifying as, as one of those people. So um, out of college, I just started, applying for you know working with uh people with hiv working with the homeless working with i actually uh ended up spending several years working with gang affiliated uh teenagers in the foster care system in new york city and that's kind of where i really cut my teeth and uh, learned to think thick on my feet and uh actually was my first introduction to asperger's and, and autism because some of them were on the spectrum mm. um and and then uh from there stumbled into uh, a job working with people with autism specifically and, and obviously fell in love with, with that field. I, I can't say enough about it, obviously. I mean, it's, it's what I'm living and breathing and bleeding and sweating and sleeping now. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so it, it really, it, like I said, it was just kind of unfocused and, and um, things just kind of happened and, and I couldn't imagine doing anything else. So I'm really lucky. That's amazing. And then Josh, tell me then. So you said you were working some like kitchen jobs that were not, yeah. not so great. So yeah. You say that. How did you find spectrum designs and kind of, I know you, you gave your title of what you do there, but can you give me a little more like background on what you actually do there? Yeah. Well, I, I know that sounds weird, but like it's been so long and so much has happened. I don't really honest truth remember exactly how i found it honestly i know that's, that's like very okay. kind of like, maybe maybe mom saw, saw an article or something. Yeah, probably something like that we get, we get a lot of local press but and, i don't yeah. remember exactly um that's but, okay yeah so what, what was the other part of the question what do you do oh well i do as a lead production assistant i um do things where i do a little bit of everything i'll do stuff in a dark room i'll print <laughs> I'll do some embroidery where pretty much wherever in the shop they need someone with sufficient knowledge in that area, 
I get put there. So I'm pretty much like the jack of all trades a little bit. So to speak. I was just going to say you're the jack of all trades there, huh? And, and you yeah. also tell what about what about training and, and being a good uh, influence on, on others? Yeah, well, I also I mean, I'll like this doesn't really on the job top, but a lot of times like my peers and stuff come to me and they'll like, I'm not going to go into details, but they'll like say, hey, you know, Josh, like I don't understand this or I don't. And I kind of, I'll like help them out. Even though, like, that's not my job description, it's just because, you know, that's kind of, like, that's just being a decent, a good human being. And, like, you know, at Spectrum, we all work so close together, we kind of become, like, a family, so to say. So you want to help one another out. So it's a really tight-knit community there, which is really awesome. And um, it's rare in the work environment they find you that close, but, yeah. yeah. It sounds amazing, especially because, as we know, the unemployment rates for, you know, people yeah. on the are pretty tough so I love that you guys not only have this awesome job but employed with so many people on the spectrum and it sounds like you guys are just doing incredible thanks so much yeah Yeah. so tell me then obviously you guys formed this friendship and this bond which I can hear it right now and it's making me smile so much (laughs) that's what we like doing we make smiles yes my favorite episode you guys are grinning from ear to ear over here but tell me then so how did you guys decide to start a podcast okay Um, well josh it was gonna be a book well yeah i mean okay josh and i um knew we we kind of felt like our our conversations were falling on deaf ears, like like we were preaching to the choir with the audience we did have in okay, in, no choir. in the in the building, um, <laughs> or or just talking to each other and just getting so excited and agreeing with each other about stuff. And we thought that um, it would be wasteful not to just put it out somehow into the world. So mm-hmm. Josh's first um, idea was to write a book, and then I suggested a children's book, right, Josh? Yeah. So I actually. Um, it got we were like serious about this, so I was actually on the phone with like a publisher, and uh, and jo- Josh is also an artist. Jo- yeah. Josh is also an artist, so we were going to write the book together, but Josh yeah. was going to illustrate it one hundred percent by himself. Yeah, so we have like, a bunch of illustrations, and actually, on our um, Instagram stuff, every now and then you see a doodle Josh, like and doodly Dave. Those are some of the illustrations which are going to be in the book. So um, oh, awesome! Yeah, so just a little fun fact, not a lot of people know. Um, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's gonna be a book, and then eventually, um, Dave threw out the idea of like, oh, we uh, we'll do like a podcast on the side kind of thing. Right? Well, well, the truth is that the startup cost to like self-publish a book or even a shop around and produce, you know, a book right. is is insane. Yeah, and insane. I've always had recording equipment um, because I um, used to be a punk rock musician by night. Ooh, um, I want to hear more hence, about that. Hence, hence, hence the <laughs> tattoos. Um, and, and, um, so I, I had this all at my disposal, just literally like gathering dust. And I've been listening to to a lot of like the typical, like true crime podcasts. I was on a podcast kick Mm -hmm. and I was just like, we have this, let's just try this. And Josh had never listened to a podcast before. Right, Josh? I mean, except like some weird ones, like about like technology and like Disney and stuff, but no, no, like no mainstream ones. No. Uh Yeah. Just. (laughs) But yeah, so we went from there, but it, when it happened, it was kind of like, you know, we were saying we're going to do it, we're going to do it at a certain date. And that date came and I kind of like, I kind of forgot about it. And then I see Dave kind of come up the stairs and say, okay, so we're doing the podcast. And I was like, yeah. And so, <laughs> so, so I've, ne- I've, I've, I've never, I've never actually heard that before. Um, <laughs> no, well, I mean, that's, uh, 
Yeah. But then, like I said, Josh teaches me funny. Um, but uh, yeah, we he Josh definitely caught the bug after that. I mean, I've always been into media and broadcasting, and and you know, I was uh, in theater as a kid and stuff like that. So I've always been very you know like front uh, you know center stage. Yeah. Um, and, and Josh wasn't so used to being so loud and proud. Uh, although you'd never know it if I didn't say it because yeah. um, he really. Um, he's done more speaking engagements than me over the past year or so that we've been doing this and, um, and Step right into has, it has just been killing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is awesome. Tell me what, what is like the basis of, of sounds like autism for listeners? Cause I like with my show, I always try to explain it as just like, you know, people coming together to talk about autism in a really like supportive and compassionate way. And I always tell listeners, I feel like, I, I want you to feel like you're just like hanging out at my house, drinking a cup of coffee, like telling our stories. What, um, what is like your mission with sounds like autism? Well, it's to spread um, advocacy, but do it in a way where like, you know, it's entertaining. It's like as if you're with your friends and we, we, we get this a lot first well, because like you see, we, we joke around, like I'll joke around with Dave on air. He'll joke around with me. We'll talk and like, we make you feel like um you're just hanging out with friends. Like it's a safe, like, place to just friends and um we just we have this energy and we also are like available like you you can message us if you message us on instagram like we we get back to you so we sometimes so the, get the, that. the every the every man's yeah so we, we kind of get that like some, every now and then we'll get like someone will say hey you know um i have a problem um can i be connected to josh or hey there's something can i be connected to dave and we actually get back to you so it's kind of like a thing where we're like your friends on the podcast, but you can actually talk to us. Like that's the thing too. Um, yeah. I think that it's, it's the whole point is to be like you, Megan, like ex- ex- accessible and give people uh, a safe uh, space, no matter where they are in the world, they can tune in and we hear people, uh, you know, talking to us from remote areas saying like, you know, we don't ha- I don't know anybody else with autism or I don't know any other autism parents and things like that. And that's really um, what it's all about international people affected education um, all coming together to have a conversation that's overall positive but tackling some you know perhaps challenging issues um and and just what's going on in in the autism world i mean we've we've been trying to bring on employers and uh nonprofit people people affected of course um parents and just for for all of us to to have a conversation because uh, as, as i'm sure you know um, we see a lot of, and I don't want to get too into it, of course, because we are very positive, but we see a lot of divisiveness. Um, and, and we think that everyone should be able to be, um, included. And that's what inclusion is all about. And part of the conversation. And as long as everyone means well, and clearly we all do, if we're either in this field or we're advocating for our child or we're, uh, we have autism and we're advocating for ourselves. Um, we're, as long as we're all meeting well and we're on the same page, we, you know, uh, we should all support each other and get along yeah. and, and, you know, and also create right, this community. right now, like this time period we're in is the best, I think, for folks on the spectrum, because well, Dave and I um, coined the term the autism renaissance. And I will go into that a little bit, <laughs> because if you, if you look at like headlines, if you're constantly seeing like headlines like, oh, person with autism does this, person with autism does that. So. Step one, it's in like the national consciousness, which is good. 
then you see um like oh this person on the spectrum won um a beauty contest this person is a lawyer this person starts up like a a now for prop up in Boston like lots of things like this and it's just the thing is it's more and more and these things are grabbing headlines so that's going to change like the kind of tone of the the country and the society um towards people with autism and then that afterwards you know that changes a lot so this is really a good time um if you're gonna get into this to get into it about this advocacy it's a good time to be on the spectrum <laughs> yeah it's, it's a great time to be autistic dave you guys are cracking me up but you're both so right i love what both of you just said that because it, it's so true dave how you were saying there there's a, there's a lot of just conflict within the autism community and it's always amazing to me because i'm like guys we're on the same team like let's just all get right and, and you know it, it's we're, we're talking about very loaded issues and yeah. issues that affect affect that pervasive issues that just affect people's lives so much and when you're talking about someone's personhood like what someone is as a person i can understand um you know where a lot of hurt um you know comes from that you know uh but but there, we need to kind of recalibrate and circle back and just remember that we are all here for the same exact reason, whether you're, yeah, whether you're, you know, Josh or you're, you know, an employer or you're a teacher or you're a parent, it, it we're all just, we should be on the same page and yeah. we should all be having a conversation and it's okay to disagree, mm-hmm. but, but the kind the, the rhetoric and the energy is is yeah, like, what we think is not not so good. Yeah, yeah, it's important. Like if you're any type of disagreement, being a political debate or a debate about like um whatever, it's important to respect the other person's view. It's even with this, respect the other person's view. So I think like if you're gonna be argue or disagree, that's okay. Um, but just do it respectfully. But once you someone starts going at you in a non-respectful manner, that conversation is just over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then that's not productive at all. It's then a power it's, struggle. Yeah, Gosh, power you're, struggle. you're very wise. You're very wise. Um, but I love what you said too, Josh, just about like autism in the media. Because you know, as as a a, a mom of a child on the spectrum, you know, growing up, I I'm, grew up in like you know the 80s, 90s. There was like nothing with autism. I knew nothing about autism except, of course, the movie Rain Man. That was literally all I knew of autism. So I am really thankful that, like you said, there's like TV shows popping up with autism as a subject. And even if they're not perfect, they're they're not necessarily giving like the full scope of autism. At least it's like getting the ball rolling. Yeah, you said like there's more articles coming out and just like. In general, as you said, it's it's a great time to be autistic, but it's it's a good time that that in, in in an advocacy stand because there's like a lot happening and there's a lot more that we see all the time. And as a parent, that makes me really happy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, totally, totally agree. Um, and you know, and we we see more and more that when and just in the past ten years since I've been in the field, um. More and more when you say, I work with people with autism or I have a son with autism or whatever, that, you know, maybe uh, two years ago it was, oh, my neighbor's cousin. Yeah. And now now it's my neighbor, <laughs> you or, know, or, 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 or it's my, my son. Cousin. Right. Um, and, and that, you know, part of that is, is you know, the, the 158 number, 159 number, uh, mm-hmm. you know, increasing over time. Um, but, but also just people aren't in the shadows anymore. You're not sending your kids away to a state 
school run facility like Willowbrook, uh, or like Willowbrook or, or something like that. Um, you know, and things are happening and they're happening fast and, and they're, and they're happening. We're turning towards the positive and yeah. it's, it's, it's so exciting. Like it literally physically energizes me to be, to even forget about being a part of it, but to even bear witness to yeah. it, but to see true social movement happening in front of my face every single day as I'm, you know, handing out 31 paychecks to individuals that are on the spectrum. Um, it, it, it's, it's such a, a cool thing to be a part of. You know, some people would say, well, since we're, we talk about this with such positivity, like, oh, you know, you guys are just idealists. But I would say, you know, if you really look at all the facts, we're more being realists because mm-hmm. like, if you really look at it, there is, there's more positivity now than negative in the whole. And it's, the trend is just getting more and more. So I think we're more realists than idealists. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Yeah, you guys are speaking my language because I, I definitely like to focus on the positive and I still want to, you know, talk about the challenges and there's, there's real stuff happening. But like you said, th- this is, this is just where we're at now. And thankfully we are really shifting in, in the right direction, which is super exciting. Um, so tell me about, cause I, I am like an outsider when it comes to like Ted talks. I haven't dope in that <laughs> world. So I don't know a ton about it, but tell me how, how that all came about for you guys. Cause that's amazing. You, you want to take this one? Tell us, I'll, 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 I'll introduce it. I've always been a, a fan of Ted. Um, and, you know, it's just, it started as just kind of experts in the field or, or authorities on certain subjects, um, being able to uh, give a very kind of informal talk where you're not even like citing your sources or anything because Ted has identified that you're someone who can speak to this subject. So it's in a very like kind of professorial format um there's no script there's well that you can write a script but there's no cue cards or or anything like that um and you just kind of have a wireless mic and you're you got a spotlight on you and you have up up, yeah you stand on a a a little (laughs) carpet a a rug it's a circular red dot and you have up to 18 minutes um to make your case and you're supposed to really have kind of an actionable idea like an idea that it's, it's a call to action for others. You should do this because of this. So I've always been really into it. Um, they've expanded into TEDx, which is like TED by. So there's TED by Harvard or TED by New York City or, or whatever. So literally just on a whim, I was like, Josh and I should really start public speaking. <laughs> I look up TEDx talks um, coming up in New York and found out that one was like uh, three days or so um, from being open for uh, submissions. So I just went to Josh and I I was writing a think piece um, that he was really into. And I just went to Josh and I was like, would you pitch this? And then if we get it, we'll obviously write it together, but let's just pitch it based on kind of the synopsis of my idea. And uh, Josh was like, sure. So we made a one minute video and we pitched it and we got it. Yes. First ever TEDx Farmingdale going to hit the net soon. So. Yeah, it's going to hit the internet in the next couple of days. Um, oh my gosh, Sue! Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah. we we recorded on September seventh. It was a room of like five, six hundred people. It yeah. was the most incredible experience. Um, we made a little mini documentary leading up to it. I saw uh, called, that. It was yeah, so called, cute. It was so cool. Yeah. Josh and Dave's Ted Excellent Adventure. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a hit. Um, 
and uh, yeah, it was probably the hardest thing either of us have done professionally, right? Um, yeah, I'd say so. Uh, if you do watch the film, Josh does have a little bit of a, a yeah, hiccup, I mean, and we tried to be true to yeah, uh, like, the narrative there. Yeah, we, we think that it's important that, like, you know, you see us at our best, our vulnerabilities, everything. Like, uh, like so TEDx is like, you know, when I went into it, I'm someone who's like an all or nothing. So I, I went in the all. So, like, I put so much into it. Like, I've never, um, I used to, like, think that, you know, getting sick from stress was just like, okay, maybe a cold. I didn't think it was what was. So I I worked myself so hard I started like getting nosebleeds from stress. So I was like, but you know what? At the end of the day, we knocked it out of the park. Um, it was like kind of a, like a amazing experience for me because I realized like who I was while I was doing that. So it was just something really important to me, and it was also the first time since I was in high school that I ever wore my high school ring because that was kind of like a symbolic thing for me. But yeah, it was. It was totally worth all the. It was his grad. It was his graduate. His real graduation day was walking onto that stage. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It was my real graduation day, and it was me putting to rest all like the old demons in my past. You know, mm-hmm. it was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, and and you know the the topic kind of ties into that point mm-hmm. because what we were talk uh, the 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 topic of the actual talk was be selfish, embrace neurodiversity, yeah. and so it's as opposed to being about the benefits of inclusion for individuals affected by autism or neurodiverse individuals. Um, we can bring to you yeah, what you benefit from. It's about the, the additional benefits, the, yeah. the byproducts of inclusion. So not for that individual, but for society at large. Yeah. Uh, businesses, you know, um, schools, whatever. Then so we kind of like go piece by piece and break that down. Um, so it, and and we are kind of a microcosm of that in that we everywhere we go we're proving that you know Josh and I both bring something to the table and I fall short in plenty of places and Josh makes up for it and and uh, we like to show that we're the perfect example kind of 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 inclusion and people got that I mean we yeah. were doing we were doing the talk alongside um, you know the other people on the bill were like experts in their field. Um, they were chefs and um, psychologists and, a politician. Uh, a, yeah, a local politician and all these people. And they were all Josh was definitely kind of the MVP of, of the event. Um, <laughs> wow. and, 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 and rightfully so. Yeah. Because, because he kind of he he probably overcame the most to get there, you know, so it was a it was a really cool feeling. Oh, my gosh. You're like going to make me cry. That's amazing. I, I can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm so excited for you guys. This will come out in a few weeks. So by the time this is out, people can already watch it. So I can. Oh, yeah. Can awesome. That. It's out. Go, go watch yeah. it. Go yeah, on. <laughs> yeah. We're don't in the be shy. Share, 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 share. You know, please. <laughs> um, I, I can't wait to see it. That's amazing. I, yeah. Ted, Ted talks like I hear about him all the time and I feel like I'm I'm almost intimidated because there's like so much now at this point like to get into with it but one of my actually past guests on the show um Tamika who runs a nonprofit or uh, like locally the Autism Hero Project she is obsessed with TED Talks and she's always uh-huh. sending me ones that she thinks I would like so I have <laughs> a list I have a bunch of them like I need to get into are they all 18 minutes oh no it can be it can be up to 18 yeah. minutes um basically you know you, your script gets approved and then once you get up on the stage they can't you know grab your neck butt with a cane or something and bring you <laughs> off so you, you milk it for all it's worth 
So it's really supposed to be around 12 minutes, but, um, you know, there's ones on you. There's a few on YouTube that actually break 20 minutes, but there's plenty that are only five minutes. Um, but yeah, it, it is intimidating because they're about such different subjects. So if you look at like the Ted talk podcast, yeah. it's like, you know, how to solve the water crisis, yeah. you know, it's like, they're not all, all like so on brand with what we're talking about, but <laughs> yeah. it is intimidating. Some are like really heavy subjects. And then there's one, which is a TED talk about giving a TED talk. Oh, and um, so, yeah, so it, it literally they're everything, anything. Very diverse. Yeah. There's just, there's so many of them. Well, yeah. there's no way that I could ever do a TED talk. Cause I could not keep myself to 18 minutes. That would just happen. <laughs> I am far too long-winded. You can ask my husband. Um, well, that is amazing. I can't, I really can't wait to check it out. Um, so before we wrap up, can you guys tell everyone like where they can find you on social media, where they can follow you, podcast? Yeah. Um, so, but before that, um, I would just like to ask, would you like to be a guest on our podcast? I would be honored. I would absolutely love it. Yeah, we'd love to have you on. And um, for everyone else, you could, um, Instagram, we're, like every day, at least one of us is on that Instagram page looking at it at least like twice an hour. So you will definitely get us. But it's, um, That's actually another question I had. Sorry to cut you off. That's a question yeah. I had that I just forgot. You guys, you share these like autism field notes on your Instagram that make yeah. me smile every time. Where did you come up with that idea? Um, you know, you know what question. it was? I, I asked someone a friend of ours who is on the spectrum to feature them because we do these other things that are like Polaroids where we take a picture yeah. of someone. Everything you guys let... share is great. I love it. Right. Thank you so much. So we, we do these features where it's like a Polaroid of a person, kind of like Humans of New York, but for like the autism Ooh, community. Oh, I like that analogy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's kind of what I modeled it after. But I asked a friend who's on the spectrum to to, to feature them and they kind of responded and were like, I'm not really comfortable with my picture, but can I do something else? And I was like, well, yeah, it's really more about the quote. So give me a quote. And then I was like, well, let's make it more personal. And then, you know, so I said, write it by hand. Um, and then it, we just kind of took it from there. I mean, some of them are actually the ones that you see there on, on sticky notes. Um, those are actually from within our building. So with, those are from coworkers. Uh, and that's that's my desk. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we have so many, you know, um, week by week I have, I, I interface with up to like 81 individuals on the spectrum at work. Um, so we have, we got a lot of material, you know, we, had but then one guy we, we have people that. sending them from all over. <laughs> we had one guy who did that and um, he was very, really, very really proud that he um, wrote on the sticky note. So what I saw him the next day I went up to him and I gave him a high five and I told him, you know, man, you did a really good job. And his face like lit up like a cherry. It was, it was really nice. Well, yeah, because, because so much of this is about giving people a platform yeah. and giving people a platform that don't usually have that platform. That's yeah. what it was about with putting a microphone in front of Josh. And, and then uh, as soon as we started really hitting our stride, I was like, you know, Josh said, this isn't just about me. Um, yeah. So whenever we can provide any opportunities for people to, put their their message out into the world that's what we want to do yeah that's what it's all about it's i love it so much and that's a great a great answer too okay so now we've talked about all this awesome content you guys share so where can people find you okay um well on instagram just punching sounds like autism and the page with a little brain and headphones on it you found (laughs) us um facebook is the same thing 
I know you want to get the email. Oh um, yeah. Um, and if and you want to, I mean, and also check out um, soundslikeautism.com. It's our website. Yeah. We feature blogs for, uh, by us and by people all over. If you'd like to write one, Megan, we'd love to have you. Oh. Um, and and anybody else um, yeah. can email us at blogs at soundslikeautism.com or just check out soundslikeautism.com and it's all there. And the podcast is everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. everywhere. Okay, awesome. Well, I can't wait to be a guest on your show. You guys are uh, just- I can't wait to have you. Yay, I can't wait. We'll set that up. But you guys were so much fun. You Seriously, I haven't stopped smiling this whole time. So thank you so much for coming on the show and for sharing all this great stuff. And just for everything that you guys are doing with the autism community, again- as a parent, I I, just, I could not be more grateful for people like you who are like out there fighting the good fight and really making a difference. Thank, well, thank you. you. You too. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. bye. For you, the listeners of Adventures in Autism podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I often get asked for book recommendations related to autism, and one that I always go back to is called The Out of Sync Child by Carol Kranowitz, and it was actually recommended to me by a friend who is also an OT, and I read this book years ago before Logan was even diagnosed. It's not necessarily just for autism. It also goes into like sensory processing disorder or ADHD, but it's just very valuable information and a really great resource that I still pull from today, even though I read it years ago. So that's a really good one. Sometimes just to get my mind off things, I also just enjoy good old chiclet. <laughs> I love anything by Emily Giffen, like something borrowed or something blue. And those are available on Audible as well. But you can pick from any of their titles. So to download Download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. All one word. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism for your free audiobook. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Josh and Dave. Aren't they just a hoot? <laughs> they really did have me just cracking up. And I, I just loved listening to the two of them banter. So definitely check out their show, Sounds Like Autism. I am super excited to be a guest on their show. So definitely stay tuned for that. And if you want to connect with me, you can find me on Facebook at Adventures in Autism Podcast or on Instagram at Adventures in Autism Pod. Or you can email me at Adventures in Autism 2018 at yahoo.com. Again, I love to hear from you guys. Every week, I'm just hearing from more and more of you. And again, especially after last week, I had like an influx of messages. And it's just the best to get to connect with you guys and know that you're listening and enjoying the show. Uh, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much, especially for leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts because that helps other people to find the show. Uh, and then we can just spread the love. I also had a few people like screenshot when they were listening to the show and then post that on their social media, which made me feel so special. So every time somebody did that, thank you so much. I love that to know that you're you're listening and enjoying the show. But yes, definitely connect with me. Love hearing from you guys. And that is all for now. But until next time, take care. Thank you.